Good evening, Rabotai. Continuing with Hilchot Purim, there's a very famous Gemara in Megillah, Daf Amudbet. The Gemara relates in the name of Rava, Chayav Inesh Lebasume Befuraya Ad Dlayada Ben Aru Haman Levaruch Mordechai. A person is obligated on Purim to intoxicate themselves, to get drunk to the degree that they don't know the difference between Arur Haman, cursed is Haman, and blessed is Mordechai. Simply speaking, the Gemara sounds like it's telling us to get drunk to the extent that we don't know the difference at all. We're so intoxicated, so drunk, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know whether we're saying, blessed is Haman, blessed is Mordechai, cursed is Haman. No, person doesn't know. The Bet Yosef, however, brings various different explanations in this Gemara, all of which do not explain this Gemara kipshuto. All of the explanations change the simple meaning of the Gemara. First, one of the most important pirushim that the Bet Yosef quotes is Rabbeinu Ephraim. Rabbeinu Ephraim says that this Gemara is not to be taken it's not to be practiced, it's not to be acted upon. Why? Because one moment, one line after that Gemara that I just told you, that a person is obligated to get drunk on Purim, the Gemara relates a story with Rabbi and Rabbi Zera. They both had a meal together, and during their meal, they got drunk, they drank, and Rabbi Zera came and he shechted Rabbi Zera. When he sobered up, and he realized what had happened. He prayed, and Rabbi Zera came back to life. He did the next year. Rabbi invites Rabbi Zera again and he says, No, let's do a meal again. Says Rabbi Zera, I declined the invitation politely. I can't rely on another miracle happening. So the Gemara relates this extremely strange story, and there are many Pirushim in that story unto itself. But simply speaking, in that story, one of the greatest Amoraim whilst being drunk killed another Amora. Baruch Hashem, there was a miracle and the other one came back to life. But that's what happened whilst they were drunk. Says Rabbeinu Ephraim, the fact that the Gemara quotes this story immediately after the Memra, the statement that you have to get drunk, is indicative of the fact that the Gemara does not expect us to practice that statement of Rava that one should get drunk to the degree that they don't know the difference between Arur, Haman and Baruch Mordechai. Says Rabbeinu Ephraim, that story teaches you don't practice that halakha because look what can happen, heaven forbid. And therefore, says Rabbeinu Ephraim, a person should drink. They should drink more than what they used to, but they should make sure not to get anywhere near drunk. They should just drink a little more Get a little tipsy, nothing too extreme. That is the first opinion, there's one opinion quoted in the Bet Yosef. Another opinion is that of the Rambam, which the Ramah, famous Ashkenazi Posek, favors. The Rambam says that a person on Purim should drink until he falls asleep. Clearly, the Rambam has a very novel explanation when it comes to. The Rambam apparently explains it means that a person should get drunk until they don't know the difference between Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai, meaning until they fall asleep. According to the Rambam, a person should drink, fall asleep, and all of this should be done on Purim. Lichora, it wouldn't help to fall asleep after Purim. You would have to drink, and due to 
the intoxication, at least um, that should be helpful towards a person falling asleep. And you're falling asleep because of the alcohol. That is enough according to the Rambam. And that is what the Ramah quotes. That is, that is another very interesting explanation. A third explanation quoted by some of the Rishonim is that there was a song that they would sing on Purim and at the end of each paragraph there was a chorus. One chorus was Arur Haman and at the end of the following paragraph the chorus would be Baruch Mordechai. Similar to what the Sfaradim do on Yom Kippur, Timchol v'tislach, Tislach v'timchol. And people who were drunk, if you were drunk, you would get mixed up. Arur Haman is Arur Haman this stanza or Baruch Mordechai. They would be mixed up in what the chorus is. And therefore, so that the Gemara means, according to this pirush, that somebody needs to get drunk to the degree that they wouldn't be on top of which part of the song that they are singing. So that, again, is not too shikor, not too drunk. All of these pirushim are clearly taking the Gemara out of its simple meaning because of one very valid, very strong logical point that the Bet Yosef says. How can we explain that the Gemara literally means we should get drunk, so drunk to the degree that we don't know what's going on around us? Isn't this the antithesis of the culture that we are trying to cultivate in Judaism? Isn't this the opposite of what we're being taught? That we should be achra'i, we should be responsible, we should be in control, we should be nizhar from avirot. And therefore these Rishonim say the Gemara cannot mean literally get drunk. Although I have mentioned that this is the main halakha and these are the most of the pirushim that the Rishonim say, there is room to explain that the Gemara literally means, literally means to get that drunk. The Ariya Kadosh. Rabbi Yitzchak Luria, the master Kabbalist who lived about 500 years ago, writes in Sha'ar HaKavanot that a person should get drunk kipshuto to the degree mamash that they, that they don't know the difference between Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai and he explains this Alpi Kabbalah. This is quoted by the Kafah Hayim and the Kafah Hayim further quotes that the Chacham Tzvi also practiced this when he was younger. When he was a little older, he said it was difficult for him and somebody who's weak does not have to do this. Now, Bear in mind, even if somebody wants to act in accordance with the Kafa Hayim quoting the Arizal, they should bear in mind that all the poskim say, if Khalila somebody is going to do an Avera, or even if somebody when they're drunk is not going to do a mitzvah, they're not going to do Berkat HaMazon, they're not going to do a Bracha, they're not going to do Netilat Yadayim, not going to do Mayim Haronim, it is better not to get drunk. So, practically, most Rishonim say, that when the Gemara says you should get drunk to the degree you don't know the difference between Arur Haman and Baruch Mordechai, that is not to be taken literally, and possibly that statement is not Lahalacha. Shulchan Aruch quotes that statement, but clearly, if you look at the Bet Yosef, the Shulchan Aruch does not expect you to take that literally. You're meant to get slightly tipsy. You're meant to get tipsy to a degree maybe that you should fall asleep according to some, but certainly not to get what is considered drunk in a manner that we lose our da'at. There is room, Alpia Kabbalah and Alpia Chasidut, to get drunk to a really, really deep degree. But the kavana here is that somebody should lift themselves and elevate themselves, not Khalila, that through drunkenness, to end up doing Averot or to even refrain from doing mitzvot. If that's the case, that's not what the Mekubalim had in mind. Baruch Adonai Amen Amen.